When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. All right. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki, and I'm here today with Jesse Edgar, Hello. the photographer behind the Oklahoma Abandoned Project. So if you want to talk like briefly about that, because you guys, we're going to dive way into that in the second half of the podcast, and we're going to tie in a spooky story with what Jesse's doing. So um, if you just want to tell them what you're yeah, doing. and Yeah, not a problem. Uh, Oklahoma Abandoned Project is... Uh, Something I created, um, I started photography probably about three years ago, and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it, you know, and um, mm. I tried the typical portrait photography yeah. and doing some weddings and some family pictures and things like that, and um, and while I could do that okay, and that was all fine and good, um, it wasn't, I could tell it just wasn't what my, my passion was, and then one day, driving home from Enid, Oklahoma, I had come across a... Uh, it's just beautiful, abandoned little like stone building, and just part of me was like, "Turn around, because you need to go. You should mm-hmm. go take a picture of that. That'd be that'd be really cool." And I went back and I took pictures of it. And I kind of documented. It. I looked up the history of it and everything, and that's when it just kind of clicked. And that's uh, what, where where it all kind of uh, came from. Was was that one that oh one little gosh. photo session? <laughs> and uh, so I was like, cool. "Okay, where am I going to go next?" You know, and then, yeah. And then uh, my uh, I had a friend that needed me to come out to Tahlequah, and I decided to make a full road trip of it and. It all just kind of built up from there. So now the Oklahoma Abandoned Project is not just abandoned buildings, but I also like to do historical buildings and kind of go through the stories of the historical buildings as well. Um, and, of course, I throw in some sunset, sunset shots and things like yeah. that. And uh, just it's my artistic vision mixed with Oklahoma history, you know, and photography. So That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I actually... I don't know. When I started following the project on um, Instagram... I think that you posted that picture about Enid. Okay. Like, maybe it was that far back. Like, I don't know. How long ago did you start the Instagram account? Well, uh, I started the Instagram account. I started when I was taking a picture of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. But, uh, and then I kind of transitioned out of that because it wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, But the the picture that you're talking about from Enid, Mm -hmm. I posted that for the first time, uh, probably a year ago, maybe. Um, But I... Recently, about probably two months ago, maybe three months ago, reposted it as a uh, a post saying, "Hey, this is where it all started." Kind of the story. Okay, I okay. I think that's so, about yeah. the time that I started following. Yeah, so that's probably. pretty cool. <laughs> um, and something that caught my eye that you were doing that like was the reason that I reached out to you and I was like, "You got to be on the podcast," is because <laughs> one day you shared a series of images where you had gone to Saint Vincent's. Yes. And yeah. um, I. I have heard of St. Vincent's. I've actually had, like, someone jokingly one time sent me something that was like, 
hey, do you want to go to this place? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, what's wrong with you? Like, why do you want to go to this place? And uh, anyway, for those of you that don't know, St. Vincent's was a mental asylum back in like the 40s. And I've got some history about that for you guys right now. Um, So it started out as a mental asylum that was run by the Brothers of Mercy. And I did a little research and the Brothers of Mercy are still active. And it's like this religious order. They're Catholic, obviously. Um, It was founded over a century ago, uh, formally in 1856 in Hadamar, Germany, by Brother Ignatius. And I'm going to butcher this. um, (laughs) Lotschert. I don't know how to say that if you're German or have like... I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I apologize to everyone. Um, So he studied nursing with the Alexian brothers, and he went back to the people that he was living with and was like, hey, like, look at all this cool stuff that I learned. And um, he was known for being very charitable and taking care of people. Mm. And then in 1924, they actually came to America, um, New York, and they began practicing in-home nursing. And I think it's kind of cool because they... Today, they're known for assistive living efforts, like um, anything that that might encompass, like helping people with disabilities yeah. or helping the elderly, uh, things like that. And their motto is the charity of Christ urges us on. And they also do rehabilitation, which kind of ties into what ended up happening with St. Vincent's. Um, and back in the day, St. Vincent's provided care for mentally ill men only. So it was just men. Um They cared for male patients that ranged in age. I thought this was really interesting from the ages of seven to 90. How do you mix that? How do you mix that together? Right. It's like, uh, that sounds like the most uncomfortable situation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean like to think about, cause I know that there was a place here in the city that got in trouble, um, for treating, I think they were treating adults and they only had a license to treat children. Mm. And so it was like this big thing that happened like a few years ago. I've had people on my Instagram that commented, um, I have a lot of um, older uh, mm-hmm. older audience. And I've had comments on both my Facebook page and uh, my Instagram page of, of, of people who have actually had uh, their children there. Oh, wow. Uh, not like, I don't think they were seven. Right. But like teenagers, maybe trouble, yeah. uh, that type of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, there was a couple of them. Oh, and, wow. And they said that they, they it was one of the, you know, biggest regrets is putting them in there. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a terrible situation. I think uh, that is the state of even now today, like mental health, because like I've dealt with all the mental health stuff and I talk pretty openly about that. Um, it can be hell to be in like a psychiatric hospital or anything like that. And mm-hmm. so to imagine it back then when like things, I don't know exactly when people stopped doing lobotomies or anything like mm-hmm. that, but um, I know that it was much worse than it is today. Which is kind of hard to, to, to believe oh, sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, real hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they have the kids mixed with the adults. And then in about the 60s, in 1962, there was the first big tragedy that happened there. And a nurse, I did not get if it was a male or a female nurse. Female. Um, okay. It was female. Yeah. Female, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I remember reading that as female. I mean, I okay. could be wrong, but about 90% of that. Yeah. So she suffocated two patients. And what I read said in one thing, there was actually, um, I know that you're not super into the haunted stuff, but have you ever heard of Ghost Asylum? Yeah, I did. I watched the video. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched watched that this morning. Yeah, it was, yeah, (laughs) it it was, it was, it's cool that, uh, that they made their way down here to Oklahoma. It is cool. Gave that a shake, you know. What (laughs) is so funny about that show to me is that they build contraptions to like capture ghosts. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) 
I don't know. I have. I'm like. I. I don't know if I buy into that. It's kind of like the that mountain monster show yeah, that was on like, there for a while. Like <laughs> maybe it's maybe, like a, maybe Dan Aykroyd and the Ghostbusters yes, gave him the plans. Exactly. To do that. Yeah. 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 It's super. It's super funny to me. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I see what they're doing on the show, yeah. and, it, and it, it's interesting. But mm-hmm. all right, I guess. I guess it's not my. You know. Not my cup of tea, but yeah, I get no, what I, to- doing. I totally understand. <laughs> there are definitely, I think there are definitely like haunted shows that are better, like oh, higher yeah, quality yeah, than others. Yeah. Like, I'm strictly talking yeah. about that show oh, not yes, being yeah. my thing. Yeah, the haunted yeah. aspect of, of uh, yeah. I, lo- I could watch that for. Oh yeah, ever. same, same. So, that yeah. that one's definitely not my favorite, but um, but I thought it was interesting because they kind of. Um, they talked about it and they were kind of vague about what had happened with the nurse. But in the article that I read, it was ruled that it was a thrill killing. Mm -hmm. Like it was not, it wasn't like a situation where she just lost her patience or anything like that. It was like, she wanted to do this. Yeah. And that was, that's creepy. Terrifying to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's never a good thing. That's not a, it's not a nurse. You won't work in a chair. Uh, yeah. Place. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the fact and that it was, uh, which you're, I know you're about to get to, but the mm. fact that it was, uh, thrown out because of, yeah. of the fact that they said that she had schizophrenia, mm-hmm. um, just thrown out. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I, I, what they thrown out and then it was it thrown out the case and then she thrown into right. an, a, you know, a, a, a mental facility herself. Um, <laughs> I would hope. hope. Yeah. 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 Let's hope that she didn't just get to like, yeah. was like oh, walk okay. away. Yeah. Like, it's good for you. Okay. Go ahead and yeah. go back to nursing. Exactly. <clears throat> oh my God. Yeah. That is oh, yeah. scary. Um, and then, so like in the 1980s, the asylum was taken over by Reverend Frank Dolan and um, he turned it into a drug rehab center called the main artery. And um, that kind of went along with, like, what the Brothers of Mercy were doing because it was a rehabilitation center. And at that time, it was needed. Like, a, that was something that wasn't super common. And yeah. And I got to say, the main artery, that's such a cool name. I know. <laughs> yeah, that is such a good, like, where are you it's at? Like, well, I'm now I'm going to have to change the name of my entire project. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, got to rebrand now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty pretty cool name. Um, so Dolan, according to the stuff that I read, and you guys can go out there and there are some websites that actually have like the News OK articles back from the '80s mm-hmm. about some of the stuff that he was involved with. Um, he was known as the Bingo King, yeah. which I thought was so weird that there's this like priest who also owns these bingo halls yeah, and it kind of it just yeah. and there was some controversy about that oh, because people were like you don't need to be mm-hmm. owning these bingo halls well, yeah. like <laughs> i guess it's kind of gambling is that right right yeah yeah i mean gambling. i would i would think that uh, would be considered gambling yeah, it's kind of weird not, uh, that's not what you want your priest doing yeah no kidding <laughs> um so he was he was kind of a troubled man himself and um it's said that he experienced many violent things in his life, like people attacking him, which I thought that was kind of weird that like so many people had attacked him, but he had been attacked several times um, in and out of St. Vincent's and he'd had some weird experiences there. Um, There's definitely more going on with that guy than I yes. think has been, has been written in the papers. And oh yeah. Like that. He's, he's yeah. certainly got something else going on. Yeah. Um, so in 1984, um, he was arrested by an undercover male police officer posing as a prostitute. Um, he was picked up for attempting to solicit him. And in the articles that I read, I wasn't, it was written in the eighties and I wasn't sure like how much of a solicitation he made of him. Like if he thought he was a prostitute or if the guy was just, I don't know, it was kind of vague. It was kind of, it was 
it was a little bit weird. But um, so he got in trouble for that because the cop, the vice cop was like, okay, well, you're going to jail now. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. another one of those things on the list of, of things you don't want your priest doing. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was not he was not the squeakiest of <laughs> no, clean priests. Not a, no, no, but, yeah. but he did. He still had the bingo king angle. I know. I know. Which it makes me think of like Mattress King or like something like that. Like one yeah. of those like advertisements. I didn't I didn't uh, know about the bingo king thing. I didn't hear about that uh, until here recently and that yeah that name i was like man that's cool yeah that's <laughs> the bingo it's, king it's so funny to think about like going to confession and being like <laughs> i'm confessing to the bingo king like, <laughs> 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 but anyway so he that stirred up some controversy when he got arrested but <clears throat> he um content i think he continued to work there um and the drug rehab center was shut down later in the 80s um and there are a couple there's one other violent incident associated with the St. Vincent's location. In 1983, a man who had lived at St. Vincent's, he either lived there currently or had lived there in the past, and he was killed in Norman. Um, yeah. And so in 1988, Reverend Dolan was found murdered in his apartment, beaten to death at the age of 66. So he was not, he wasn't super old dude. Like, no. he, he was pretty young. And um, the police... They actually um, were eventually led to Colorado where they got in touch with somebody that was a friend of his. And this is the person who, like, told them that he had a history of violence in his life. Like, so they were, like, not super surprised that this had happened, which I also thought was really weird for a priest. Like, it's like, what is this guy doing? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. he, his, his resume must have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and they did arrest someone, but the suspect was released because of inconsistent evidence and the murder is still unsolved. Um, so there was this whole article about the murder charge. Um, let's see. It had to do with the... They believed that Dolan was struck in the head and there was a hammer and the guy who they arrested, his fingerprints were elsewhere in the scene and he had blood on him, but they weren't on the hammer. So it was kind of like they couldn't well, quite. Sorry. From what I, know, I uh, fine. <laughs> from what I gather, he, he found him, right? He found the Yes, he found, he found the body. Did he yes. report it? I don't know. I couldn't remember no, if he reported it. No, because he also he stole, stole his car. His car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so. not, if that guy was like a friend of his, he wasn't really a friend of his. Yeah, so, not a good friend. <laughs> uh, not a good friend at all. But, I mean, if he found the guy and he checked his pulse, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I remember reading. Mm-hmm. Um, checked his pulse, if he got blood on his hands. and But if he stole his car, it's like, dude... Yeah, you know like what? what are you doing? You look now. Yeah. You look really guilty. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're if you didn't murder him, you're at the very least up to no good. Like whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're if you're not going to call the police and like you know, <laughs> but um, so that that has never been solved. Um, technically, I mean, I think looking at it, there's probably a pretty good chance that that guy had something to do with it mm-hmm. or knew who had something to do with it. Um, and because of this, because of all this violent history that's associated with St. Vincent's, um, there are alleged hauntings there. Um, it like it's it's listed on all of those like spooky Oklahoma road trip websites, and it'll be like go to St. Vincent's, which like don't go to St. Vincent's because it's private property and like you know yeah. that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I had I had no idea. Yeah. That, no, like whenever I went there, and I mm-hmm. actually was pulling into the driveway of St. Vincent's. Um, I didn't even know it was St. Vincent's. 
Wow. I thought I thought it was a church. It has a big cross yeah, in the front. Yeah, of it. it does. And I was just driving down Twenty Third Street mm-hmm. to um, to actually go to the uh, to a high school. I've mm-hmm. been in high school, and uh, I drove past it, and I was like, I looked, and I was like, oh wow, that's a that church is you know got busted out windows, and it's mm-hmm. looking pretty rough. And I was like, that could be a cool photo opportunity or something like that. I wonder what that building is. And then on my way back, I saw it again. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to come back up here. Yeah. So a couple days later, and then actually it's funny because I posted some other pictures on Instagram and I had like three or four people just, it was just like coincidence. I had like three or four people, hey, have you ever been to St. Vincent's? Hey, have Mm -hmm. you ever heard of St. Vincent's? I'm like, I've heard of it from a lot of different people, but um, I've never been. So I'll probably have to look into that. And then sure enough, I was going to go check out that church that I thought was a church. And I pull into the little driveway and... um, it says up on the, on the, uh, there's like a big stone block that says St. Vincent's home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not walking into a church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not like, a church. Where am I going? This is not a church. This is a, yeah. an abandoned, insane asylum with a history. Oh, and yeah. I was not prepared up here mentally mm-hmm. to, to, uh, to hand, to, you know, deal with that. But I did it. And, yeah. And, um, it, it was it was creepy. It was so, a, it was a really creepy place. What was the vibe like that, at that no, place? Well, I mean, I'll be uh, I'll be honest with you. The whole, like I said uh, before, the abandoned thing or mm-hmm. not abandoned, the uh, haunted aspect of these buildings mm-hmm. doesn't really affect me much. Okay, um, I don't I don't feel the vibes that other people mm-hmm. do feel in that instance. But um, I was very uncomfortable there walking yeah. in, mainly because of the structural. Uh, yeah, this is the one that had all of the water in the... Yes. yes, there was about a foot and a half or more standing water in the yeah. first floor. The columns that were holding up the second floor looked like they were going to crumble at any moment. It was, That's terrifying. It was terrifying because <laughs> that water was so gross. Oh, and yeah. And I know there was snakes and no, there's just yeah. no telling what was in there. And, uh, there, you know, just the creepy graffiti all over the walls. And, yeah. Uh, it was so dark in there, I had to use flash photography. And I don't know if you noticed, but my, my photos look even more creepy because I had mm-hmm. to use that flash photography yeah. to just kind of brighten things up and, and uh, made it look made more look insane, that type yes, of look Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did. So when I'm going into the second floor of St. Vincent's, I, I, I go up the stairs and I'm kind of I'm going in slowly. And I'm like, if this falls... If I don't die from impact, <laughs> yeah. I am going to die of a heart attack. Right. That's going to happen. So, um, if I get cut, I'm probably going to get an infection from this water. Exactly. I'm going to die from that. Yeah. I'm going to eat, eat my snakes. Eat or, my snakes, yeah. Do snakes eat people? Right. I don't know. I think if they get big enough. <laughs> there you go. And they were, if, they were, if they're going to be big snakes like that, it's going to be there. Yeah. Um, so I, I made my way up into maybe halfway through the mm-hmm. building. Um, and I was just like, you know, <laughs> it's not worth it. I'm not going to fall in that. Yeah. And I'm not going to have it crumble. I got enough content, uh, pictures and things that, that I think, uh, explains how this, this place is. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, so I didn't think that I needed to go any further, even though yeah. I wanted to, but at the same time I did not want to, Yeah, it just wasn't worth the risk. Right. Um, and so I went ahead and got out of there. Uh, another creepy factor of it was, that's just not the best part of town. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't this I a had, place where there was a gentleman in the parking lot kind of yeah, like, watching well, you? Well, um, not the parking lot, no. Okay. Um, as I came out of the place, uh, and I started doing my pictures on the outside mm-hmm. of the place, um, 
people were watching me from the gas station across the street. Now, when I yeah. say gas station, this wasn't a 7-Eleven. Right. This wasn't a, you know, on cue. Yeah. This was a With the cleanest CD. bathrooms in the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was a seedy little, there were no gas pumps. I say yeah. gas station was actually just a, like a store, like yeah. a little, little store, convenience store. Um, anyways, there was like five or six people that were all just kind of standing up there. They looked like your, you know, neighborhood uh they they just they didn't they they looked shady yeah um, i'm just gonna put it that way yeah and um they were watching me and they were all just kind of looking at me like well, you know what's he doing and i'm like i don't i don't want these people to come over here yeah. and i just started getting this really uneasy feeling that's yeah. when i was like all right get my last picture get out of here yeah so i wasn't there for but for probably about uh, maybe 20 25 minutes okay total yeah um and so that that was pretty much the experience and it yeah. was it was it was pretty pretty rough. Uh, oh my god! But it was good. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad yeah. I did it. So yeah, that is that is that's got to be like doing that and going to those places, like regardless of the haunted energy or anything like that. There's probably a lot of like, I I don't know if this is the right way to phrase this, but like historical energy, kind of just yeah. like a feeling of oh yeah, like that I feel yes, like a heaviness that it is this. Things this, have happened here, yes, and yeah, very much so. And it's not just negative. That's not always a negative, right? Yeah, which yeah. is really cool because yeah. a really good example of that is um, when I went up to Mangum, Oklahoma. I stopped at a town called Willow, mm-hmm. and Willow had an abandoned school there. And I walked into this school, and um, you know, I was I was thirty miles from civilization. There was mm-hmm. nobody around. This was in the middle of nowhere. It took me yeah. forever to find it. Beautiful building, um, totally abandoned, destroyed, but. I made my way into this building, and I'd say 80% of the time when I'm doing this, it's kind of creepy. You know, I don't yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah. on around me. I don't know mm-hmm. who's in here. I don't know. Right. But this was so far out in the middle of nowhere. It was right at sunset, so it was beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, and it was actually a really pretty drive to get there. And I was just in this feeling of, you know, I, was, I guess I was just in this emotional feeling just because of all the beauty around me. And, yeah. Uh, and I walk into this building, and it's old, this big old wood auditorium that was, you know, torn up completely, but... The vibe that I got from that place, just the historic vibe that you're talking yeah. about, it it consumed me. I mean, it just felt just like there was kids here. They learned mm-hmm. here. They uh, this was a good place. It yeah. felt good. So yeah, it's it's that's that a really, really weird. Cool. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a a different side of things than yeah. you normally hear. You hear mm-hmm. you usually hear yeah, this place is haunted. It's creepy. It, mm-hmm. it, it uh, get bad vibes, neg- negative energy. This yeah. is the opposite of that, and it's a really good feeling. That is really cool. Yeah. That is like because it's kind of it kind of makes me think of when I went to Washington D.C. and I was standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial, yeah. Yeah. and it's just such an overwhelming like, whoa, yeah. this is huge, and like just the sheer size of it and the history and like. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, it's also like, um, have you ever been to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C.? No, I've never been to Washington, D.C. Okay, there, the Holocaust Museum there is amazing, and you guys should go there if you ever get the opportunity, um, but be prepared because it is very emotional. And no when, doubt. when you walk in, um, there is a three-story, just sheer wall, like you can see all the way up three stories, and in these huge letters, it says, you are my witnesses. And it, I just got chills, like, yeah, just thinking about yeah. it, because I, when That's we went rough. through that, yeah, and we went through there, and um, this was actually, this is kind of a funny, funny thing. Um, I went on that trip, like, pretending that I went to UCO at the time, but I didn't really, <laughs> and I still get emails from the professor that thought I was, like, one of the <laughs> Your assignments students. are very late. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, and this was, like, 2008, I still get emails. That's but funny. <laughs> at the end, when we got to the guest book, somebody had signed it and said, I will never be the same, 
And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. That gave me a little bit of chills there. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. It's so, I mean, like that historical energy is real and feeling Mm -hmm. that like what has happened in these places and like who has been here and what was their life like, that kind of thing. But um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was, have you gone up to the abandoned circus? I have not, and it's on my list. Okay. I have a list of places okay. that I really want to go, <clears throat> and one of those is the abandoned circus. You're talking about the one in Edmonton, yes. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. That, um, sorry, I had to get a drink of water. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, that is on the list. Uh, I've heard good things about that. I have too. Um, and then I have Griffin Memorial on, in Norman. It's definitely on my list, and I mm-hmm. think I have... Um, a buddy of mine that used to work there is going to get me in. Oh, that's, to that's awesome. To saw free of the place. Yeah. And uh, that'll be really cool. Yeah. I'm really, really hoping that pans out. The circus and then, uh, oh, there's another one. I can't remember what it is now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I know oh. that in your live stream the other night you were taking, like, uh, ideas from people of, like, yeah. different places that, like, they could... Like, where do you want me to go? Oh, yeah. That kind of, that kind of cool thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm, I encourage everybody. You know, I get a lot, I get a lot yeah. of messages from people. You should check out this place and you should check out this place. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to look that up and research it and, and yeah. see if, you know, I can get out there and I've got a whole list of possibilities that That's I need awesome. to research. And, and, and I just appreciate that from my audience yeah. a ton. I get a lot of feedback in that regard. So yeah. very, very cool. And that audience has like grown exponentially so fast. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's I, it's like really cool. It's a it's a mixture of uh, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Reddit. You know, yeah. places I love Reddit. Yeah, um, Reddit. I post on the uh, um, the Oklahoma and Oklahoma City OKC subreddits. Mm-hmm. And and if you guys out there listening. If you've never been on Reddit and you want to know what it's all about, go check out those subreddits because yeah. they're really cool. Yeah. A lot of people post a lot of funny stuff, but there's also a lot of really informative stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, you can go down the rabbit hole with Reddit. Like there is so <laughs> much, um, Reddit is actually where my friend Hannah, shout out to her, the one I was telling you about before we mm-hmm. started recording that yeah. did the Oklahoma cryptids episode. She, that is where she got the skinwalker story was mm. in the Reddit, Oklahoma. Okay. She asked, like, she just put it out there, like, hey, like, has anybody have, ever had a weird cryptid experience in Oklahoma? And so she got some stuff that I have had listeners contact me and say, I've never heard this before. And it's all because of Hannah. Like, she That's did, really like, cool. the awesome research. Gotta but, love Reddit. Yeah, it's yeah, oh, yeah. Just it's, a, it's a resource that a lot of people, uh, especially people who are trying to create, in my case, I guess, a project. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm going to call it a brand or whatever, but... Uh, they don't. They don't utilize it, and I right. do. I do recommend that you mm-hmm. do that. If you do it right, don't yeah. go, don't be spammy. Yeah, yeah, no, don't. That's <laughs> don't not, they don't like that over that. Reddit. Nobody likes Reddit that. Reddit is the last place you want to be spammy because yeah. they will let you know. Oh, Reddit, yeah. Reddit yeah. is raw and ruthless. Oh yeah, they, you think people are mean on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, oh, you yeah. haven't seen mean. Yeah. <laughs> but my Facebook page also is 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 mm-hmm. been surprisingly. Um, been surprisingly helpful as well yeah. in getting that that uh, Insta- my Instagram following because mm-hmm. I, I put a link to everything I post on Facebook over to Instagram and yeah. it gets shared quite a bit on Facebook so then that leads to traffic mm-hmm. too and then I have the website now so I'm hoping that's, yeah, that's awesome. going to become a central hub yeah. of things. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention to the listeners of this podcast is you guys love Oklahoma history that's one of the reasons that you tune into this and Jesse does these really cool kind of like they're very um easy to consume quick bites of information about each historical location that kind of give you like an overview of what you're looking at. And it really provides some great context for the images. And I think that's one of the coolest things about what you're doing is like every time I go through and I'm like reading it and I'm like, 
this is stuff that I've never heard. Like, yeah. like the Dungy, um, if you want to talk about that, the, the high school and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do try to make quick and concise stories, um, mainly because of Instagram's text limit. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because uh, that, that when I make a post, I, I post on Instagram first, mm -hmm. and then I share it from there. And so, like on Facebook, there's no text limits. Yeah. But on Instagram, I am limited. So my, my stories are usually short and mm -hmm. to the point. I don't get to get into as much detail about it as mm -hmm. I want to. Um, but I have plans to actually write a book. Yes. So uh, when I do that, which I'm hoping will be started relatively soon, when I do that, I'll, the stories will be longer and the stories will mm -hmm. be much more intricate and, and all that. And um, that's exciting. And I'm really looking forward to that. Like, yeah. my, I like to explain two things uh, whenever I make a post about an abandoned structure or, or uh, Oklahoma history or anything. Uh, I want to write in the story about my personal experience going into the place. What mm -hmm. it was like stepping foot. Into I think this. that's what is so appealing about yeah. those captions yeah. is like just it puts you there. Yeah. Like and that. And that's what I love about it. And, and there, it's such an experience that there's there's hardly enough adjectives to, to, to explain it. But um, and then the history. I got to put the history in there mm -hmm. about the about the building as well. So when you and usually buildings have a lot of history. So yeah. when you're limited, I don't know what Instagram sex limit is exactly, but yeah. it's too small. It is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Change <laughs> so that I Instagram. To, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, um, I, I am limited very much by mm -hmm. that. Um, so I've been trying to, t to post longer stories on my on my website. I'm not sure if I'm going to continue mm -hmm. to do that or not. I may or may not. Mm -hmm. I may save them for the book. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been a really really cool start to this project. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about it. Um, and you had mentioned the Dungey High School. That yes. right there is a story. We're going to talk about history. And, yeah. And uh, that place was one of the most uh, eye-opening experiences. Mm -hmm. um, I just I remember that when I pulled up into that the. the um, there's this like a driveway. I mean, it was a parking lot, but it's driveway now. It's just covered in grass. But uh, it was the gymnasium. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked when I when I pulled up. I was like, okay, it's a gym, um, and it looks a little rough. It's in a rough neighborhood. Yeah. I was like, but I wasn't really that. I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And so I get out of my car and I walk into the gym and I I poke my head in that door and I'm just like, oh my god, what happened to this place? Yeah. What, what could possibly cause this damage? Yeah. And this just unbelievable um, destruction. It's just crazy. But um, it, I don't know if it was a fire. I don't know if people, uh, vandals been in it, but it's been mm -hmm. abandoned for over 20 years. So, yeah. I mean, well, I say 20 years. It was, it was abandoned for about 30 years, then purchased and used for about two years and then abandoned for another 20 years. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's been through a lot. Yeah. But, um, and it's been on, caught on fire uh, on 2012, I believe. Um, so, it's it's been through a lot. But I was told about it uh, from another Instagram user, actually. Mm -hmm. That was one of the ones that I was referred to yeah. uh, by a kid named, or a guy named Diego. Mm -hmm. um, he... I follow Diego. Dude? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, he's cool. He, yeah. he posts a lot of stuff. He gives me a lot of feedback on my images. We mm -hmm. kind of swap uh, feedback. He's a, he's a cool dude. Uh, but he told me about it, and I was like, okay, I'll go check that out. But then he, he told me that he thought it was going to get torn down here pretty soon. So I was like, all right, I better get up there sooner. Mm -hmm. So I made my way up there, and um, yeah, it was just extremely shocking. Uh, that's just the gym. Yeah. I mean, when I went to the actual high school part of it, I mean, 
I've been to a few abandoned schools, and there's like, you know, usually there's graffiti on the walls, things yeah. are tore up. Pretty standard. You know, yeah, pretty standard. Broken mm-hmm. windows, blah, blah, blah. Now, this place, the roof was caved in, the, the walls were crumbling, the... Um, the, I, there was not only graffiti on the walls, but it was like professional graffiti. Like yeah. whoever these vandals are, are yeah. super talented. Yes. And, and, uh, and then the fire and, and all the burnt just wood and, 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 uh, you could still see just like pages from textbooks and stuff laying all over the floor. Mm-hmm. And it was just all of, all around emotional experience. Um, that place, I talk a lot about how places need to be like repurposed, and mm-hmm. sh- the state shouldn't have these abandoned, you know, places not go to use. So this place needs to be torn down. Yeah, it's a safety hazard. Mm-hmm. It's you can't reuse this place. Right, it's that bad. But um, <clears throat> what was really really cool, and I don't mean to like do any kind of shameless self-promotion here but oh, no, i run fine. A, fine. i run a computer repair shop yeah and my computer repair shop i i, I meet a lot of people through this place and uh, one day i had a customer come in drop off his computer with me mm-hmm. and he saw I, I was working on the edits of the photos mm-hmm. for the dungy high school and he goes is that dungy and i was like yeah it's dungy he's like i went there and i was like really have a seat yeah. please tell me more he's like yeah i went there the uh, i graduated the year that they closed it down Wow. I was like, "Wow, that must be that must have been you know a pretty crazy time," and he's he he went on to tell me about his experience there, and it was uh, it was an all black school, um, segregation school, um, in the beginning, um, and then he said that that part of town was pretty bad, mm-hmm. like, actually really bad, and um, he said you know it was the type of town where if you got in a car wreck or if you got into Something like, you know, some kind of, um, like a minor situation where you need the police called, they ain't going to come. Wow. Yeah. They're not going to come, at least not by themselves. They're only yeah. going to have, they're going to have to have multiple cars come out for even the smallest little thing because of how rough that part of town was. Wow. He said it happened to him many, many times. He said, he actually, I say car wreck. That was the first example because he told me he was in a car wreck mm-hmm. and he called and they just never showed up because... Wow. It was too dangerous for them to come out there or, you know, they're too, yeah. they didn't want to risk it. Yeah. And it just wasn't worth it to them. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's crazy. But the really good thing about that is, I say good thing, the silver lining of it all is he also told me about how much better it is now. Because mm-hmm. he still lives there. He okay. still lives in the same area. Um, he said that um, it's not like that anymore. He said it's it was a, it was a time where... Um, in that specific part of Oklahoma, if when he lived there in the 60s, 70s, if you were white, you just didn't go there mm-hmm. because it was dangerous for you. That's yeah. why the cops didn't go there. Right. Um, but he said it's so much better now and that it's just nothing like it used to be. And, that, you know, in his eyes, that school represents a time when that part of that town or when that town was something that it's it's not anymore, right? That yeah. type of thing, yeah. Um, which I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But um, he knew. Um, I think it was Peyton. Last name Peyton was the guy that uh, opened, bought it, and opened it up in '98. He knew the guy uh, that reopened it. Unfortunately, that was a sad story. That whole everything about Donji's sad. Yeah, it really is. Uh, he reopened it '98 for um, troubled teens. 
to have a place and come and learn that's not in a regular public school. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, Thomas Paine, didn't follow the rules and regulations. Uh, he got threatened to get shut down, and then um, he was hiring teachers to save money. He was hiring teachers that weren't certified. Mm-hmm. He that that was like what was going to get him shut down. But then he got in trouble for a child abuse scandal. Oh and, gosh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. And um, that was a final nail in the coffin, shut down. Now it's what it is. So, Dungy is a really interesting place. It's I a multi layered story. Oh, it really yeah. was. I yeah. feel like I've been talking for just like. Oh, no, you're fine. Non-stop. You're fine. I totally, I totally <laughs> want you to talk about all this stuff. And there was something that you had put in your outline that I was really curious about. Yeah. Um, the. Rest Haven photography. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that stuff. Uh, I've been hired um, Rest Haven off of um, Western and 104th. Fourth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Western and 104th, they, they contacted me, wanted me to do um, some photography for the cemetery. Now, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds like, ooh, so you're going to take pictures yeah. of the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like that. <laughs> right. That Rest Haven, Rest Haven place is gorgeous mm-hmm. that is a gorgeous is. place the inside is gorgeous whoever their interior direct decorators are they need to double their pay mm-hmm. um they have a chapel out there that is just gorgeous it's going to be an easy place to take pictures of because it's yeah. going to be hard to take a bad picture it's that pretty mm-hmm. um but it's a it's a pretty big job for me personally not it doesn't really have anything to do with the oklahoma, yeah. oklahoma abandoned project but it's going to be a really cool experience yeah so um and the fact that it's a cemetery and and, and that's cool. I get it's to just, yeah. take, if I'm taking pictures of a place like that, it's not usually to mm. brighten it up and make it look pretty and exactly. everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I, that's what I'm going to be doing. It's going to be kind of the opposite, which mm. I'm really excited about. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and fun. one of the things that you have offered on, um, like, I think this might've been something you talked about in one of your live streams was the memorial photography that oh, you're yeah. doing for people, yeah. like, which I thought was so cool. Like that idea of like memorializing a place. Yeah. Like yeah. that is, and if you want to talk about that. And kind I'd of, love to. Yeah. Um, it's really tough. The memorial photography is because it's, it's a product that you have no idea, no idea that you need it mm-hmm. until it's too late. Yeah. And it, that doesn't matter like what kind of person you are or how far you plan things in advance. It's just not something you think of, think about or think you need because mm-hmm. I in the same way. And what I mean by that is, um, first of all, the memorial photography is where I go out to a location um, that has that holds a lot of memory for you, um, whether that be maybe it's where your grandparents lived or where your grandparents live. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't have to be passed away for this right. to be. As a matter of fact, it's better if they're if they're not because I can go in and take pictures of how things are normally laid out mm-hmm. in the house. But yeah, that's what I do. I, I would take pictures of the interior of let's say it is your your grandparents' place. That's where you grew up. You spent a ton of your childhood. You know, it holds a lot of memories. Your grandparents are getting older, you know, and, and you want to save these memories forever. You know, I would go in, I would take pictures, not just of the house. I'm not just going to go into a room and take a, take a picture. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of, you know, the, the stove where maybe her cast iron skillet that she's been using for 20 years sits, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to take pictures of the walls where, you know, she may have those old flour, sugar, canisters. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah, Every yeah, grandma yeah. has yeah. those. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, it, where you go into the living room and you got your grandfather's recliner that he's mm-hmm. sat in for 20 years. And I'll take detailed close-up pictures of that. Yeah. And, and just the way that the house is laid out. Any kind of, of spot in that house that that always comes to mind when you think of your grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... The reason why I said it's a hard product to market is because 
nobody knows, like I said, mm-hmm. that they want it until it's too late. Um, and in my case, my grandfather and my grandmother, they passed away, you know, relatively recently. And uh, oh, I would do anything. Mm-hmm. I would do anything to have those pictures. Oh, yeah. Of that, because they owned the salvage yard, which I have posted on my Instagram as well, mm-hmm. pictures of. So you, some of you listeners might be familiar with that. But um, they owned a salvage yard. Their, the inside of their house was exactly like I just described. I was yeah. pretty much just, just describing right, yeah. my own experience. Um, and I would just do anything to have those pictures. And when I edit those pictures, I really edit them. It's, it's not just a a picture and then I make sure the colors are right. Mm -hmm. No, I edit, edit them in kind of an emotionally charged way where the, I bring out the main vibrant colors and I take out other colors Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a black and white sepia with some extra color into it, uh, to make them just feel emotional and and memorable Mm -hmm. and that type of a thing. So it's kind of cool. That's so cool. Yeah. That is, that is really (laughs) like, that is something that I wish I could have had like memorial pictures of my dad's motorcycle before we sold it. It's perfect. Like that would be a perfect kind of, it's not just a grandmother's house, you know I mean? Yeah. I'm, i Pets, yeah, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah, yeah, pets, yeah. Uh, grand, uh, um, your own house. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I, I'm going to take pictures of my house as it is right now that I, mm-hmm. I have a two year old and my family is growing because oh, yeah. when they're 18 and moving out of the house, it's I'll be able to look change, back at yeah. these pictures and be like, that's mm-hmm. what it was like back then. Mm-hmm. So memorial photos are not just about, you know, you lost somebody. Hey, let's go take some pictures mm-hmm. uh, so that I'll have them. It's a, it's a something you have to plan out. Yeah. In, in advance because mm-hmm. you want, that's what you want to do. Right. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, oh my gosh, you're doing so much cool stuff. <laughs> and, um, is there anything that you want to plug for people to go check out? Like the Instagram, the website, the <laughs> give those addresses. And, uh, if you search Oklahoma abandoned on Facebook, Instagram, I mean, it's going to come up mm-hmm. probably be the first thing that comes up. Um, if you want to learn more about the memorial photography and see some of the examples of that, you can go to forever Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, I have a lot of projects going on. I I mentioned the book. That's Mm -hmm. another thing that I'm really excited about. Um, I want to do some art shows as Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm planning on taking some of my framed prints, um, and taking them and showcasing them Mm -hmm. at at an art show. I don't know which one or where, but I'll definitely make sure everybody knows about that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then as far as like future things for me, um, I got another another podcast I'm gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, this is Oklahoma. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be going on there. Um, it'll probably up later in the month, maybe mm-hmm. the beginning of next month. Um, and then what's really cool is I actually have a um, a live TV interview that I'm that gonna be doing. That is so cool. I'm that terrified. is so exciting. <laughs> Because, like, this is this is being recorded today yeah, and won't come yeah. out until next week, so, like, I can edit it if I need to. Oh, yeah. But, like, live TV, oh, my gosh. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say something <laughs> stupid. And everybody needs to watch, not because of my engaging content, just to see me say something stupid. It's like, uh, did you ever watch Frasier? Oh, I love Frasier. Okay, you know when they have the bear clock and they're doing Antiques Roadshow and Marty's like... He's I like no matter. He's it's like been a no, long time, no yeah. matter what they say to me, I'm just gonna say that's pretty much what I thought. <laughs> and then they get to the end and they tell him it's worth twenty five thousand dollars, and he goes ka-ching! <laughs> I'm like, and, and then they're they're just oh my gosh, it's so funny. I, I love Frasier. I love oh, that show so much. Frasier, yes. Seinfeld, all. Oh, oh Frasier is my like go to show like that I mm-hmm. watch when I'm like yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I think that that's about. All I've got. Have you got anything else? Or? Uh, I do have one last thing. Okay. Just give me one second here. Okay. I got a little gift for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to take this microphone over here or not. Oh, yeah. You're, you're totally fine. 
I'm excited. Oh, dead air. <laughs> That's okay. That's All totally right. fine. I have for you. Oh my gosh! One of the Oklahoma abandoned calendars. Oh, I'm so excited! It's 2020. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, it's just a collection, a photo collection, photo calendar oh uh, with the collection of photos for, I've taken, like on my Tahlequah trip and all that kind of stuff. That it's is got so cool. The abandoned church and um, the state capitol publishing building from Guthrie and, and abandoned gas station and all sorts of stuff. That I I've, can't wait to look through this. Um, <laughs> And you guys, like, y'all should go check out Jesse's photography because one of the reasons I wanted to reach out to him was the mood of your photography is very, like, it kind of fits with what I'm doing. Like, it, yeah. kind of, like some of those pictures are very eerie and, like, kind of fun to look at if you're into that kind yeah. of stuff. And I try. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I, I try and and just be a, a little bit different. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people doing urbex. urbex yes. That? Yeah, I think so. Uh, th- that type of stuff, the urban exploration stuff. There's even quite a few of them that do it here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're out there. Uh, but I try to separate myself yeah. from them by doing a specific type of edit mm-hmm. and the way that I release my content and stories and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, it's great. Yeah, that's what I try to do, and I hope you enjoy the calendar. Yeah, I think I <laughs> totally will. This is going in my office. Um, so the only thing yeah. I've got for you guys is follow the Instagram and the Facebook. It's at Erioki. The Facebook group is Erioki's, and we have been having a lot of fun discussion in there in the last. 24 hours about the EVP that was on last week's episode. Mm. So that has been (laughs) like, people are speculating. What did it say? Like what? um, And there are a couple of camps that are going on right now. There are the people who are like, no, it's totally like saying go away. And then there are the people are the, they're like, it's saying come play. And so it's kind of like, you know, it's Which like, one do you think it I think it's come play. Oh, I think it's come did play. I just split your audience. I think, I think I you did. I think you size. just like Uh-oh. divided the brand. Not I think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, it's, so a lot of fun stuff's going on in there. And I actually published a short story on Amazon. There are going to be more of those coming out in the coming months. And, um, I'm going to be publishing a novel next year. Um, so if you want to check that out, search for morning binge on Amazon, go read it, leave it a review if you like it. And, um, that's one of the best ways to support the podcast. So, um, I think that that's all I've got for you guys. So thank you again for being here. Oh, I appreciate it more than you you having me on here. I did too. And uh, I think it went well. My first podcast. Yes. I hope that your first podcast experience was a good (laughs) one. Fantastic. Okay, good. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, y'all stay spooky.